Welcome to the VPR Cafe. I'm Rick Singeri. You've got the bees collecting pollen, making honey, and then boom, you've got Vermont-made gin and vodka. Well, with a few steps in between. Melissa Passanen is a freelance journalist and contributor to the food section of Seven Days, and she's here to tell us about a company that has been creating spirits from honey and about their new digs. Melissa, thanks for joining us today at the VPR Cafe. Always great to be here, Rick. It's Caledonia Spirits. They were previously in Hardwick, but now they have a beautiful new space in Montpelier. Give us a tour of what we'll find in this facility. It definitely is beautiful. It's They've gone from 6,500 square feet in Hardwick, where they started, to 27,000 square feet. I couldn't do the math threat, but, you know, it's quite a bit bigger. $10 million, expansive, stylish new facility, sort of that industrial chic look. And it's on the banks of the Winooski River on a reclaimed granite slag heap. Um, they got significant infrastructure support from the city to do that. So it will be the sole production site for all of their spirits. And there's also a retail store and a gorgeous, huge bar with a window onto a riverside patio. They do guided tours. I kind of joke that it's like the Ben and Jerry's tour of adult beverages. Um, And you can see how they distill and package and all their new product research through those windows. Well, they have a bar. What can we drink there? Well, you pick your poison or your delight, right? So really sophisticated, creative cocktails um, made with obviously their alcohols, their gin, vodka, Tomcat, um, which is a barrel-aged gin. There's bartenders carving you know, ice out of blocks into these very special cubes. They actually brand ice cubes with a honeybee-like brand. So cool. Um, when I was there doing research, this was research, I had a slushy version of a classic bee's knees, which is gin, fresh lemon, and honey. Um, you know, like a grown-up slushy. Delicious. And a really cool sort of bittersweet creation called the Hiking Club. And they do have non-alcoholic drinks, also a little beer and wine. And they have Vermont cheeses and cured meats. And there's a rotating um, calendar of local food trucks that come for more substantial eating. Ah, so there is food there. Yes. One aspect of this new building that's quite interesting is a quote displayed on the wall. Yeah, this is so cool. I didn't catch this the first time around, but we were back in the distilling room with this huge copper still they call Phyllis. It's beautiful. If you go, you will know what I mean when I say that. And it's from an 1811 Peachum newspaper. And it says, if not with milk and honey, certainly this land overflows with gin and whiskey. And Ryan Christensen, Caledonia's president and head distiller, said to me when he read it in a book several years ago, it just really resonated. Yeah. How is that quote from 1811 meaningful today? So the original founder of Caledonia Spirits, Todd Hardy, was driven by a desire to address issues that are kind of evoked in that 200-plus-year-old quote, even though it isn't what it meant back then. So back in 1811, when the journalist said, if not with milk and honey, he wasn't referring to, like, the challenges facing dairy or the challenges facing the honeybee population that listeners may have heard about. Um, And in the second part of the quote, where it says, this land overflows with gin and whiskey, he wasn't referring to Vermont's thriving contemporary craft distilling sector. He was referring to all the little alcohol stills that abounded in Vermont pre-prohibition. This is the VPR Cafe. I'm Rick Singeri, and with me today is food writer Melissa Passanen. We're talking about Caledonia Spirits. Melissa, 
They've been around since 2009. How have they grown in that time? So going back to that quote, the mission that Hardy set out was to popularize honey-based beverages to highlight the critical and threatened role of bees as pollinators in our food system. So he was a lifelong beekeeper, and he was also passionate about creating businesses in Vermont that leverage the land base. Um, as we know, dairy is challenged, so we're all looking for what might take its place. And over the last decade, the distillery has done amazing. Bar Hill Gin is the top Vermont-made selling spirit in the whole state. Um, And that's especially kind of notable because gin is not usually the top selling spirit. Um, There are other two drinks that I mentioned, excuse me, there are other two spirits that I mentioned, the barrel-aged gin and the vodka also are always in the top 10 in Vermont. And then beyond that, they're distributed in 32 states, in Montreal, in some other places around the world. Volume has tripled since 2015, Mm. about 40,000 cases shipped annually with about five to $6 million in yearly revenue, and they have 40 employees at their headquarters. What is the company's founder, Todd Hardy, up to these days? So he actually sold his portion of the company to Ryan and to his business partner, Minty Conan, in 2015. And he's kind of pulled back to his farm. Um, He has a farm in the Northeast Kingdom, and there he's growing rye for forthcoming Caledonia Spirits whiskey. And he's really proud of how far the company's come and how it is meeting its mission. They use tons of regional honey, honey from 250 miles around Montpelier in both the vodka and the gin. And he's working with other growers and farmers around the region to grow more grains for both the distillery and other breweries. Will we see anything else new coming from Caledonia Spirits? Yes, they are doing some really fun new product research now that they have the space in their new facility. Um, When I was there, Ryan was offering tastes of uh, distillate made with burdock root. Wouldn't it be nice if we could dig up those pesty burdocks and make them into something that's delicious? And also a maple-based gin. So their goal is to create more opportunities for products of the Vermont landscape to become these great selling spirits. It is interesting. A few years ago, we heard from a gentleman over in Plainfield who raises burdock root and sends it to Japan for whatever reason. So he exports it. Yes, yes. I have eaten burdock in Japanese restaurants. I do recall that. Melissa Passanen is a freelance journalist. I want to thank you so much for joining us at the VPR Cafe. Thanks so much, Rick. Listeners, we have plenty of delicious past episodes of the cafe. You can find them at vpr.org slash podcasts.